Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit All right, what's up, YouTube? I'm Minister Derek Hallett of Sound the Trumpet Ministries, soundthetrumpetministries.com. And today, I actually just want to do a recap of something. This isn't going to be a very long teaching, but it's going to be called uh, Spiritual Wives and Husbands, um, like a brief summary, you know, a brief finishing here, because last time we did this teaching, you know, the enemy found ways to try and fight against it and you know, give me a hard time and was cutting up my words and blah, blah, blah. So I just felt like it was so important, a topic that maybe some people turned away from it because of the fact that, you know, the screen and everything was messed up. It ended up actually getting quite a bit of views concerning, you know, considering um, having good friends, you know, and brothers and sisters that actually could hear the words and didn't pay a lot of attention to the, um, you know, the images and all, but um, yeah, tonight I just want to run over it again for some of the people that didn't really hear it. So what I want to do is actually talk about what spiritual spouses are, because it's a very serious thing. It's a very serious issue, man. I mean, if you've got a spirit spouse who is pretty much a demon, you usually get it through sexual intercourse or, you know, other things that we're going to cover briefly. Like I said, this teaching shouldn't be too long. But one thing I want people to have an understanding of is that it's very serious. And if you have these things in your life, you want to get rid of them because they will hinder your marriage. They will hinder your finances. They can cause you to have bad health. They can cause you to have fear, you know, and not going forward. I mean, they can do a number of things to you because of the fact that you don't even know that they're there. And usually when you get a spirit spouse, it's because you cut an illegal tie with the devil. You know, you have given the devil a legal right to go into your life and to do the things that he's doing. So this is one of those places where it would actually do us some good if we knew what they were. Now, I know that we covered this already, but I want to go over this again because I want people to quickly see what is going on. Uh, hey, uh, brother uh, Gary and sister Heather. So yeah, let me just uh, pray real quick and then we'll get right into spirit spouses. This is not going to be a long teaching. We're just going to cover some brief things that some people probably turned away from considering the, you know, the way that the screen was and the connection wasn't that good. So let me uh, get into prayer real quick and then we'll get right into this brief summary of spirit wives and husbands. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for another day not promised to us. And we ask, Lord, that you forgive us of our sins and our iniquities and our shortcomings and our transgressions and those things that place a veil between you and us. Lord, I'm grateful for this time that you've given me with my brothers and sisters, that we have yet another day to be partakers of your word, to be edified by your spirit, Lord, that we may choose life and not death 
And Lord, you have not called your people to be ignorant of the devil's devices, lest he gets an advantage. So I pray, Lord, for even more exposure and more revelation of your word, that the Holy Ghost, who is the spirit of teaching, will expose all unrighteousness, that we may be able to guard ourselves in those days. And I pray tonight, Lord, let no man's heart be heard. Let no flesh be glorified. But only by your spirit, Lord, will your people choose life and not death. So I pray that you open the eyes, the ears, the hearts, and the minds, that you bind every foul spirit, every demonic spirit, every spirit of error, contention, and confusion, every spirit of jealousy, malice, and hatred, and all spirits of fear, doubt, and unbelief. In Jesus' name, I pray that you bind the devil, that you keep him at bay, that you back him off, there's any distractions that go up against this teaching, I pray in Jesus' name that you break the bands of the enemy, that people may hear the truth. For you are the King of Kings, you are the Lord of Lords, you are faithful, just and true, and worthy of all praises. We pray and we ask that all these things be done for your glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, so I'm just going to get right into it. Once again, we're going to talk about what is a spiritual spouse. It is very much a demon, but here's Wikipedia's definition of it. It says the spirit spouse is one of the most widespread elements of shamanism, distributed through all elements, I mean, through all continents uh, at all cultural levels. Uh, often, uh, these spirit husbands, wives are seen as the primary helping spirits of the shaman who assist them in their work and help them gain power of the world of spirit. I mean, in the world of spirit. So as you can see, these spirit guides, and I don't know why I didn't see this the other night, but this makes incredible sense how, you know, a lot of people wonder why we have such a problem with sex today and why everybody's perverted and why all these things are pumping through the airwaves and, you know, on TV and, and in the music and wherever you go. But you see these shamans, their job is to gain control over the world. These are like witch doctors, you know? And their, their job is to con gain control over the world by pushing these spiritual spouses into people's lives. Why? Because they cut a covenant with these spouses when they get involved with them. When you're involved in sexual, you know, unlawful sexual activity, you know, unholy. So it says, um, often these spirit husbands and wives are seen as the primary helping spirits of the shaman who assist them in their work and help them gain power in the world of spirit. The relationships shamans have with their spirit spouses may be expressed in romantic, uh, let's see, in romantic, sexual, or purely symbolic ways it may exclude or may include uh, gender transformation uh, as a part of correctly uh, pairing with their spouse. So guys, you guys have got to understand this, that these things are not happening to people by accident. What's causing immorality, sexual immorality all over the world has so much to do with these shamans. That's why you can have a brother or sister wanna come to the Lord and draw close to the Lord, and then you'll find that a spirit spouse will come out of nowhere, or you know, you find yourself in love and a relationship that leads you away from God. Things like this happen all the time. So this is one of the devil's primary tools that he uses 
to try and keep Christians from you know following Jesus Christ. And what better way to do it than doing it in the way that so many people love and enjoy? Everybody loves sex. And you see, that's one of the things that if you have an appetite for it and you don't have an appetite for following the spirit, you can be easily led away. And this is how a lot of people are led away through their emotions. But I didn't even realize the first night we were reading this that the shamans actually use these things to gain world power, to bring a lot of people to hell because, you know, sex is probably the most attractive thing in the human space, you know, in our human existence. All right. So anyway, shamans report engaging with their spirit spouses through dreams, trance, uh, trance and other uh, ritual elements in some cultures. Gaining a spirit spouse is a necessary and expected part of initiation into becoming a shaman. Uh, evidence of spirit spouses may be seen in non-shamanic cultures as well, including dreams about Christ by nuns uh, who are considered to be brides of Christ. So, you know, that's kind of like a sect of people that deal in this stuff and they still want to call themselves Christians. But we must understand, guys, how serious this attack is. And I would encourage people to listen to the first teaching also, even though the, the video quality was bad. But this is so important that we get an understanding of how we're being attacked. OK, so now we're going to get into what they actually do. This is called dealing with spiritual spouses. Now, I read this in the first um, teaching, but as I said before, a lot of my words were skipped. A lot of things weren't clear. So what we're going to talk about now is, you know, the same thing, how, how to deal with them and what they do to us. OK, so this says uh, dealing with spiritual wives and husbands. One day, a lady in my ministry had a dream where she saw a strange man having sex with her. By the time she woke up, <coughs> excuse, <coughs> excuse me, uh, she noticed blood bleeding. Uh, from her private part. Please find below how spiritual husbands and wives can make your life miserable. Spirit wives and husbands can convert your life to a, a dustbin. Spirit wives and husbands can carry evil activities on your marital, social, business, financial, and spiritual life without you knowing it. So in other words, these things try desperately to destroy marriages or to keep people from being married, or to turn you away from Christ, or to fill you with sexual sin, which will add demons and an, and an illegal covenant into your life. So this thing, when it becomes a partaker of you, or you, um, let's just say you have a girlfriend that you sleep around with, and if she has a spirit spouse, or one enters you from that point, these things actually think, this is no joke, they think that they are married to you. They really will go out of their way to keep their marriage with you until they destroy you and send your soul to hell. So this is how they act. This is how they behave. So let's just say that you want to find a wife after that relationship goes stale. A spirit wife or husband will feel like you've got no right to go searching. They want to keep you fornicating. OK, they want to keep you in a sinful life but they do not want you to commit to lawful and binding marriage, which is what God wants. So they'll shop you around like their little prostitute, you know, or their little 
gigolo, got you going around sleeping with everything. But the second you decide to get serious or there's serious talk going on about a marriage, these things become overly jealous. They'll cause you to not even like the person that you want to be with. But, you know, it's okay to fornicate and do things with. So this is how they behave. They really do think that they own you. They do not want you to live a godly life, but they want you to be sinful to the day that you die. So if you want to know why, like I said in the first teaching, your husband may be sleeping in the other room or your wife is sleeping on the couch. A lot of this has to do with spiritual spouses. Why couples fall in and out of love all the time has a lot to do with spiritual spouses. Why you can be attracted to your ex and you're not any, I mean, your uh, wife or husband and you're not anymore. It has everything to do with spiritual spouses. They come in, they cause disturbances, they like arguments, they like to make your life miserable because they do not want anyone taking you serious, okay, and wanting to actually do a godlike thing with you. But like I said, guys, even with all the information that I'm about to bring forward, make sure that you check out the first teaching because that's really important. So as you already can see, they wreck your marital, social, business, financial, and spiritual life without you knowing it. How do they affect your spiritual life? As I said, a lot of people want to draw closer to God. And if you're married to a spirit spouse that might be in one of your physical spouses, then you ever notice how one couple, I mean, in a couple, there's always one that wants to give their life to Jesus. And then there is always another that doesn't want to. You see, when you're unequally yoked with unbelievers and you marry them, you see, their goal is to turn you away from God's will and not, and not the way that you're supposed to be. So the devil loves unequally yoked marriages. He loves those who say, well, I could be a Muslim, you could be a Christian, but we can still marry. Because he knows that gives him a legal right to be in that relationship. And the very thing he's going to attempt to do is destroy it. So that's why we must get to the place of obeying God in his word. God doesn't just want you unequally yoked because he doesn't want to see couples get together. It's more to do with the spiritual attack and what you can let into your life when you're not married to a fellow believer, a real believer. So anyway, it says spirit wives and husbands can make you get married late or in some cases, you may never get married at all till you enter the grave. And, and a lot of people in these situations don't even recognize their selfishness and how they want to be with self, or they want to have two or three people at one time. This thing makes you so drunk that you can't even see which end is up. You can't even see which way is right. You'll have a situation that is perfectly fine for you to get into, but your spirit husband or wife will tell you, Nah, um, I don't think that's a good idea, you know, because of blah, blah, blah. Their goal is to make sure that you never get married or married late. Why? You can't reproduce. You probably don't have anything left, you know, and at that point, you're not even looking for God. So anyway, it says uh, spirit husbands and wives can frustrate any proposal made by potential partners. And this is why some men and women try desperately to marry someone and want to be with them. But what ends up happening, they find out, man, you can't marry this person. This person is so into self, they do not want you. And I'm speaking from experience, guys, because this thing 
at one point in my life had actually hooked me. It had actually gotten me to the place of, I was so selfish that I did not want to marry. Now here I am, 43 years old, not married. You know, and I'm not blaming anybody for that. You know, whatever the Lord decides to do, he does. But the point is, is this thing had to be broken from my life for me to even want to consider it. Because other than that, everything around me was a play toy, just something to have. And you see, this is one of the lies that the devil tells you because he does not want you to be with the Lord. He doesn't want you to, uh, to gain in God. So it says spiritual husbands and wives, uh, make sure that everything will become too difficult for you to handle in your marriage, your virtues, your goodness and prospects will be kept in a witchcraft cage. So everything is gonna be thrown you know, backwards. There's gonna be a lot of manipulation. There's gonna be a lot of sidewinding and, and you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I don't wanna use the term sneaky. There's another word, but you know, there's a lot of treachery that, go, that will go around in your marriage because of this very thing. It says spirit, husbands and wives lead partners into bondage by attacking them through sex, especially if they uh, commit uh, immorality. Uh, the moment a spirit wife or husband succeeds in having sex with you in your dream, you are already connected with the wicked spirit that vowed against your marriage. So one thing we got to make clear too, guys, if you've ever had a sexual dream about anybody and you had sex with them, then you have a spirit spouse and you need to be delivered. And we're gonna probably go through the stages of getting deliverance right after this teaching, but this isn't gonna be very long, but you must understand that this is how the enemy works his way in. And you know, even saved, you're gonna have to rebuke these things many times, even after becoming a Christian, even after living a godly life, you're gonna have to fight through this because as you go through levels of sanctification, you're gonna have to deal with different level demons that are gonna attempt to snare you and pull you back into the fold of being a sinner, okay? There were times, man, in my sleep dealing with these things that I'm unconscious, but for whatever reason, I got my hand stretched forward and I'm speaking in my tongue, okay? This is no lie. I'm speaking in my tongue, laying down out of it, and I'm praying and I'm rebuking spirits before the Lord. And then it's funny how I guess that when they leave, I just fall back asleep. But you know, this thing is a real war. And when you've got the spirit of God, the spirit may get you up out of bed for a certain purpose to battle these things because they really want into your life by any means necessary. They want you to engage in a dirty dream so that the devil can accuse you later on oh, you're supposed to be a Christian, but you enjoyed that one, didn't you? So these are areas in your life where you need to really pray before you go to bed because people don't tell you that when you dream or when you're asleep, you're in the spirit world and you need to be guarded. So anyway, uh, it says uh, the moment of, all right, I read that part. It says, please take note of the following regarding spirit husbands and wives. Uh, sleeping with many partners increases your chance of having spirit spouses and having uh, problems of childbearing. So you see a lot of women may be, you know, barren right now or making it difficult. Why can't I get pregnant? Why can't I have a kid? It's probably because you got a spiritual husband 
okay, that does not want you to have children or don't want you to move forward. This is why we cannot fool around with sex because sex is very, very, very spiritual. And if we really knew all the aspects of it, man, you would have, you would never sleep with anybody before you were married. This thing is serious. So here, this imagine this thing coming into your life, really believing that you belong to them, that you can't even live a life of God. Man, that's worse than having an abusive wife or husband because you see the enemy in this case goes unseen. The enemy will pin the attacks on your husband or wife or somebody else because he's trying to lay in the dark and continue to use you as he sees fit. And when they're done with you, they will kill you and send you to hell. You're gonna find a lot of diseases are behind this thing. There are so many things concerning this, guys, but we need to really, really seek deliverance and be set free. God didn't mean for you to be a slave to anything and definitely not a spirit spouse. These things shouldn't even be here. And that's why I'm even more convinced that the demons themselves are the children or are the uh, spirits of the giants because the book of Enoch actually says that the giants themselves, you know, um, or even Genesis six talked about how the angels came down and made it with earth women and were doing all these things and they produced giants. You get demons in your life fooling around with spiritual spouses. If the demons are the disembodied spirits of the giants, then you can only imagine they're still warning and doing the same thing today. I'm sure that once those uh, giants had taken wives for themselves, I'm sure their husbands couldn't come back and say, hey, I want my wife. Man, that giant would have turned them into silly buddy just for even going back and attempting to. So this is how aggressive and violent that these spirits are. Anyway, let me continue. So then it says, uh, okay, they, they mess up with childbearing. Uh, many lives are into bondage because they have sold their bodies, souls, and spirits to multiple partners. And this is why Pastor Price talks about the fragmented soul. Because you see, as you're out there sleeping around, your soul is being torn and your soul needs to be restored and made whole. So that's the spirit husband or wife's job. They want you out there fooling around because demons have insatiable appetites. So they want you out there fooling around, messing around, going here and going there because they do not want you to be made whole in Christ. They know that God cannot work with a fragmented soul. You need to be restored to be able to have Christ in you or to house the Holy Spirit. Okay, so anyway, that's why Jesus talks about the new wine in the old jar. You can't put the new wine in the old jar because the old jar is broken. Imagine God giving you his Holy Spirit that you're supposed to walk with him and you still got perverted and lustful thoughts about going here and going there. So you see the bottle will break because the bottle wants to stay as it is, but the new wine wants to ebb and flow with God. So you're gonna get some breakage because you've got two different wills involved. So anyway, uh, where am I? Okay, and it says, uh, okay, so they want you to have multiple partners. Many men do encounter financial limitation and dryness in their career. Why? That spirit spouse doesn't want you to even think that the person that you're with can even take care of you and your family. You know, so anyway, it says, 
Uh, please find below what you need to know about spirit husbands and wives. They are spiritual enemies living and sleeping within one and with one. They are very stubborn, aggressive, and dangerous. They are terrible enemies with killer motives. They kill your joy, peace, health, brain, your calling, your virtue, and your marriage. So you see, they can even um, mess with your mind. You know, once you have a perverted mind, man, it's hard to get out of that thing. So they even change the way that you think and your calling towards God. You know how many people have walked away from following Jesus Christ because they slipped up in sexual sin? They kept sinning, they kept backsliding. And they say, well, I did give my life to Jesus, but why is this happening? Because you need deliverance. You've got a spirit spouse. A lot of people called to ministry have backed out of ministry because of the very fact that they feel like, you know, well, they don't want me. God's not going to want me after I've done this. You must understand we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. You've got a spirit spouse that does not want to let go. And the only way he's going to be let go of you, or he's going to let go of you is if you rebuke him in the blood and the name of Jesus Christ. And, and God will break that band that they will have no more control. Uh, hey, sister, daughter of the king. And um, he says, we obviously listen to the uh, other one. Going to listen again. All right, brother and sister, uh, Heather and Gary. But you see, these are the things that we need to really pay attention to here. So anyway, it says uh, they, all right, they kill all that. They violate the right of their victims. How many times have you guys ever wanted to stop sinning? Okay, I mean, desperately, even though you cried yourself to sleep. I'm not gonna do it again. Lord, I've learned my lesson only to go right back to your sin. That's a spiritual wife or husband. They violate your rights. You can't even have a good night's sleep without these things attempting to visit you and rape you. Anyway, uh, they also molest their victims with sex in the dreams. They are desperate and very wicked in their activities. They are specialists in stopping, frustrating, and killing marriage with passion. They don't give up easily. So, you know, there's a, even a, a video clip of a woman that I'm going to put in the description box. I didn't have time to do it today, but you guys should really look at it because she says there's five reasons why your spirit spouse may not leave. And you see, part of it is because you like what you're doing with them. You don't want to put away the sin. You don't want to walk away from it. So as long as you desire and still want it, they'll keep showing up. You've got to hate what you do. You've got to get in line with God. You've got to ask for the mind and the heart of Christ that these things will not come back into your life. But as long as you enjoy it, as long as you're a lustful man that can't stop chasing women, as long as you're a lustful woman that can't stop chasing men, your spirit spouse will be right there because you are still involved in the covenant with them. I've been having attacks through dreams, very sexual, perverse dreams. Sister, daughter of the king, we will be praying for you. Hey, brother Daryl, no, we, we, we will be praying for you and we're gonna try and lead you through this. But many of you have probably suffered these attacks because of the fact that this has been brought up. So now that they've become exposed, they're gonna now fight to gain their ground. And you know what? You've, just, you've got to be just as dogmatic and, and, and just as willing and vicious 
to fight to get these things off of you. You've got to pray real prayers. You've got to let the devil know, I don't belong to you. I belong to Jesus Christ. Get off of me. You've got to get to that place with the Lord because as long as you like sin, the devil will fight you in that area, okay? And even if you're trying to be set free, the devil's got to know that you mean business, you know? So anyway, where am I? So they talk about killing passion. Uh, let's see, they don't give up easily. They can entice anyone with physical gifts. So you see, a lot of the times they disguise themselves as different people. They'll take you places, do things. Why? This is how they snare you and try and bring you in, okay? A lot of girls wouldn't even date certain guys, but because he's been so nice to them and because he's trying to bait them in, they fall for it. Why? Because their, their minds and their hearts are not being led by the spirit. So it says they come with familiar faces most of the time. Usually they will come as someone you know, okay? The whole goal there is, is because if you got a demon coming up to you trying to have sex, and looking like a demon, you're not gonna want it. So you see the devil studies us. He knows your likes and dislikes. He knows your type. So if he can send your type to you, that can snare you into following. So the devil's been playing with us for a long time. He's gonna send someone very handsome or very beautiful in your dream. And that's how he works his way in. It's kind of funny because even in the book of Jasher, or, or the book of Jubilees, the Bible speaks about this, or, or, you know, this is mentioned how when these fallen angels would come to these women, they would appear as their husbands. They would look just like their husbands and shape themselves. So there's a lot of truth behind this stuff, man. You know, history repeats itself. All right, so anyway, it says they empower lust and decay in the society. The devil has got to demoralize society in order for everyone to take part of it. How did they do it in the 70s with sodomy, with Linda Lace in her movie Deep Throat? I hate to get into that, but you see, once that began, sodomy hit an all-time high. Hey, Sister Tatiana, long time no hear from, but you see, this is one of those situations where we need to be made aware of what God is looking for. We've got to escape the world. We can't love the world or the things in the world because once we do, you will go according to the trends and the fashions of the world, even if they're detestable, you know, lustful and filthy. Prostitutes are used as strong bait to hit hard on their target. They can impersonate physical spouse. So that's, that's two different things, but that's why prostitutes are running the streets. This is why you got this harlotry, you know, being done in Hollywood and everybody's seeing it. It's trying to turn you lustful. And it says they can impersonate your physical spouse. They are very jealous. They attack marriages with divorce. They bind men and women to terrible spiritual marriage that troubles the physical one. Spirit wives and husbands can be inherited. This thing can pass through your bloodline. Someone in your family was probably fooling around with the occult, had a spirit spouse, which gives them a legal right to visit the third and fourth generation. That's why the Bible says the things that it says, because once somebody has opened the door, the devil does have a right to be there, but you've got to kick them out, okay, and rebuke and, and renounce 
even the ties that your family members have committed. It's not good enough that you be set free alone. You've got to even renounce what your family members have done because these things, which are like familiar spirits, will jump over you and go right to your daughter. I've seen it. There's a there's a woman, you know, an ex, you know, that I dated that at one point I remember setting her free or telling her about Jesus Christ and she left the new age. And what that spirit did was jump right over her unto her children. Why did that happen? Because the devil still has a legal right, at least for four generations. And that's why you can have three generations following Christ that are strong. And then that fourth seems like they got the devil in them because the devil knows I've got to continue this. I've got to get to that next generation or I'm going to die out with who I am, you know, I won't have any more legal right. So he can only carry it for four generations. But if you keep corrupting the next generation, then he's got four more generations, at least a hundred years to play around with. This is serious, man. This is serious. And that's why it's important that we get our lives right with Christ. So that way we can live as God wants us to, and we can stop doing the filth that we're doing. Because you see, I did a teaching about five months ago called sin is not a victimless crime. Just because you sin does not mean that you are set free, okay? What will eventually happen is that sin will carry on. How many women thought that they could have relationships with men, you know, and not be married just to have kids out of wedlock, just to have the kids suffering? I'm not looking down on anybody. I've had my filth in my life, but I'm here to tell you, just when you think you're here to enjoy yourself, look at how it affects the next generation. But this is what spirit spouses love and they enjoy. Marrying the, man, the wrong man or woman. Look at the effect it's gonna have on your kids. You see, this is the type of thing that we must be made aware of if we are going to be successful in getting rid of these spirit wives and husbands. <clears throat> it says they can enter through rape. It can be through evil dedication of individual. They can enter through underwear manipulation, through tattooing and, inc and incision. So, you know, I knew for quite some time now because I used to study the new age, not believe in it, but I studied it. But I hope that a lot of the ink guys, if you call yourself a Christian, getting a Christian tattoo, first of all, that's not even of God. Second, you don't know that that ink is prayed over in the Orient. I've known this for a long time. That ink is prayed over and demonically charged before you actually, they, you know, they ship it in and, and people will, um, you know, get tattoos. You see, what you put under your skin, in your blood, you have no idea what these things are. The devil is willing to enter through any means necessary. It doesn't, how he enters in matters very little to him as long as he can gain control over the individual. This ought to give new light to what we need to see. A lot of women, you go and buy your underwear with all these little different things on it. Hey man, you don't know what's in it. Underwear manipulation, there are demonically charged items that are look for certain places to get in. Also, men watching women in sexy underwear in the street walking around can even entice a man to have a spiritual spouse. 
So when the Bible tells us to have on our full armor, when Jesus makes it clear that your eye must be single, that you must not, you know, you, you if you look at a woman to lust after her, man, these are, are military commands that God has given us that we can get this thing right. This is no joke. These things will kill you. So anyway, he says, um, if you observe the following, then you need to watch out. Spiritual husbands and wife, a spirit husband or wife is at work. Late marriage or no marriage at all. Rejection by the opposite sex. You know, and sometimes people don't like you simply because of your spirit husband or wife. Uh, constant sex in a dream. Chains of marital troubles. Miscarriages after sex in a dream. Inability to make love to your wife or your husband, serious pain when about to make love, early menopause, missing menstrual period in a dream, having prolonged pregnancy, physical disappearance of marriage ring. So, you know, these things can even, as I mentioned in the first teaching, steal from you. They can cause you to be complacent so you can lose your ring because they don't even like to see it on you. So you can have a fight with your husband or wife and they can think you're cheating. Man, this is a real battle. Oh, uh, let's see, having prolonged pregnancy, uh, marriage ring. Okay, so it says loss of job and valuables just after marriage ceremony. Why would that happen? Your spiritual spouse is upset that you're getting married. He wants to destroy it. When your loving spouse suddenly becomes your enemy, when one is pregnant in the dream, breastfeeding in the dream, and even seeing breast secreting milk physically. Wow, inability to conceive, having evil or bad body odor. As I said in the first teaching, guys, this is not a blow at anybody, but you women know, okay, that before you have sex, you probably smell very, very, very clean. But when you fool around, there's no telling what you're gonna smell like or be like, okay? This is all to do with a spiritual spouse. So anyway, let me continue. Uh, and, and it's not in every case, but you know, constant wet dreams, weddings in the dreams, nursing children in the dream, inability to maintain a holy life. As I said, if these things have a legal right, they're gonna keep you backsliding. When one is always jilted by a serious partner, you see, like when things are going and it looks like you're gonna get married and things are gonna go, go all right, all of a sudden, get out of here. I don't want you with them. Or, you know, or that person doesn't want you. This is all to do with spiritual spouses. Uh, feeling tired every morning, overcoming spiritual wives and husbands, give your heart to God, uh, not negotiable, uh, repent from all inherited and personal sins, break every soul tie with all spirit spouses, Pray aggressively against their activities in your life. Set ablaze their marriage rings, certificates, wedding garments, and children, etc. Determine to live a holy life. Make Bible your best friend. <laughs> Add fasting to your prayers. Uh, start doing something in the house of the Lord. Uh, go for deliverance. And I want to tell you how important this is. We're not done yet, but I want to tell you how important this is. When I went out to the Omega Ministries conference, 
Now, I remember before that, Pastor Price said that they were going on a 10-day fast with no food, okay, just, just water and juice. And I was like, you know what? Well, since I'm going to go there and be a partaker in it, I may as well fast too. Little did I know what this was for, but I was driven by the Holy Spirit to fast for 10 days. And I remember he was coaching me. I mean, there were times I wanted to quit. I wanted to just get one chip out of my cupboard. And the Holy, Holy Ghost was, no, go to bed. You've got to stay on this fast. And I and now I understand why after the 10-day fast was over, I went to the Omega Ministries conference. And I mean, there was lots of praise and worship, man. There was some good teaching for those four days. If anybody wants to see it, go to um, omegaministries.org uh, and look up the Soldiers of Light conference in 2019. But there was some good teaching. But anyway, after that period, after the praise and worship and deliverance service, I went back to my hotel room. I slept one night. I think it was the third night, the day before I got up to preach. But I remember something trying to come over me, a particular spirit. And I remember rebuking it in Jesus. And I'm like half sleep. And this thing hovered over me and then left. But I saw bands or like chains being snapped and broken. And I remember when I got up that morning, I felt so good and so strong that I did not understand what was going on. That's when I really learned about what a spiritual wife or husband truly is. So when you pray, yes, add some fasting to it. Because you see, God will reveal to you where your enemies are and you will be strong enough to drive them off. So that's just so important that you do this because we really got to be set free from these things. So I got another article for you. Okay. Um, another article. Uh, this one is called, and I read it in the first teaching, but as I, as I tell you, it was really messed up. This is called, uh, How to Know You Have a Spiritual Husband or Wife. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, what does Tatiana uh, say? Uh, a great book that I recommend you read about the spirit spouse is Spirit Spouses by Zeta Grant. Amen. You know, these things are, I mean, they're all over you. They're everywhere. All right. So it says spiritual husband or wife is a spirit of Satan, a demon. Uh, they, uh, these husbands or wives are not uh, natural, but spiritual, though at certain levels they appear physically. Mostly, you cannot see a spirit husband or wife with natural eyes, but you can see them spiritually in dreams, visions, uh, in action, etc. Spiritual husbands or wives are both to the married and unmarried. Spiritual husbands uh, are for women and spiritual wives are for men. How do you know that you have a spirit husband or wife? Here we go. This is one. Sex and dreams. Every person having sex and dreams has a spiritual husband or wife. If in the past you have had sex and dreams and you were not delivered, you have a spiritual husband or wife. Uh, hey, sister, uh, baby doll, <laughs> baby dollish. Uh, she also has a very good video, guys. Uh, check out this sister's teaching. She actually left a link 
on um, the last uh, spiritual husband or wife teaching that we did. And if you guys wanna, um, if you can, sister, if you don't mind, uh, leave your link even down in the comment section so that more people can view it. But this is someone that's been through it that has overcome it. So you definitely want to talk to people that are doing those things, okay? So anyway, it says, um, let's see, uh, this is, uh, it is satanic to have sex in your dreams. Sex in dreams are demons having sex with you. You have no power of your own to deny spiritual husbands or, or spiritual wives, whether you like it or not. Those demons will have sex with you until the day you are delivered. It deprives you, this is two, of married sex. Spiritual husbands and wives deprive of the married sex. The demons do everything they can to deny married sex. You have heard wives tell their husbands uh, to pay for sex, bringing excuses to deprive husbands or wives or, or to deprive sex, married uh, sleeping in different beds. That'll happen, you see, because if they've got their way, they don't want anybody being close. They don't want anyone having children legitimately. They want to break up homes so that these demons will have a way in. Spiritual husbands or wives are one of the major causes of separation and divorce. Uh, this is three. They steal affection and attraction for your husband or wife. To the married, there will be no affection or attraction for your husband or wife and the spirit husband or wife will give you hatred for your spouse. You have heard women who say they have no feelings toward their husbands. They have a spiritual husband. Though the demon steals affection and attraction toward your husband or wife, it gives you affection and attraction for other men or women. It leads you or it leads to sexual immorality. Their job is to destroy you by any means. The more demons you have through sexual sin, the better. What describes this better than any other scripture in the Bible is Romans chapter one. How people once they deny, and I'm sure like even some spiritual husbands and wives will tell you, man, the Bible is just a book. Don't pay too much attention to that. Or, or guys will even tell women, it doesn't matter if we have sex now, we're gonna get married anyway. That's a spiritual wife or husband. What is the goal? The goal is to get you away from following the Lord and doing things God's way. So they'll always try and turn you away from, um, you know, following the Lord. Uh, let's see. It says, uh, though the demons steal affection and attraction towards your husband and wife, uh, it gives you affection and attraction towards other men and women. And when you're out there whoring and whoremongering, you can't have an appetite for just one person. You feel like you're too good for them. So just when they want to marry you, nah, I mean, I got to move on. I think I've come into something really nice now. And you know, this is, um, I'm above this, but what's the whole goal? To see to it that you never marry. I was someone that felt like I could go from relationship to relationship and I did not want to commit. And you know, a lot of my girlfriends were beautiful. Like I said, sweet dispositions, very nice women. Why wouldn't you marry her? But there was a part of me, well, if I commit now, then I'll kind of miss out in case something better comes along. But you see, that wasn't me. 
that was the appetite of my spiritual spouse that wanted to sleep with many men and date many men because they did not want to commit. It's sad to really think about. It says to the unmarried, you have heard women say things like men are dogs and I cannot be married. That is a spiritual husband speaking. It is a strategy of the spiritual husband to make sure that no other man will marry her, but giving her to many men. So this thing is your pen. When this thing owns you, he sells you out to whomever you think that you want, but he will not allow you to be married because you know why? He feels that you are married to him. Every woman who says such words like men and dogs is having sex with many men. That's true. As I said in the first teaching, she didn't say my man is a dog. She said men are dogs. And that's the sort of thing that a spiritual spouse wants you to believe, that men are dogs. So you can keep moving on and never get married, never put your trust in anyone. So this is four, uh, gives you hate for your husband or wife. Spiritual husbands, oh, that's the point I was bringing up, guys. I'm sorry, the devil even tried to take my mind off of it. But Romans 1 explains clearly how you can be slowly degraded and get worse and worse. One of the things that you see in that is, um, you know, when it says that they go from denying God unto uncleanness. Uncleanness is like fornication and, you know, you might be watching porn or looking at sexual books and things like that. Six to, you know, what is that? Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Who do you think wrote that? Spirit, wives, and husbands. But you see, the whole thing is, is to get you into that realm, into that filth, and then the, and the soap operas, all this mess. So you go from uncleanness unto vile affections. You get worse and worse. You become more deprived, more desiring for sex. You can't resist sex. You know, now let's do this. Oh, now let's try this. Now let's, let's try what we read from this book. You are slowly degrading. And then before you know it, you're a homosexual. I agree with Pastor Price when he made clear that, you know, homosexuals, I mean, there's only two kinds of people in this world. There are saints and there are sodomites. If you are not born again, you will eventually become a sodomite. Because one thing we understand about sodomy is it has no gender. When you look at the fact that there are anuses and mouths, they have no specific gender. Both genders have them. All you've got to do and all the devil wants you to do is develop an appetite for the filth. So that way, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. I just like it. So this is how you become degraded. Then you go from vile affections, which is homosexuality, unto a reprobate mind that God gives you over because you are rotten to the core. So if you've got these things in your life, man, you better get set free because you're heading down a spiral unto reprobation. So anyway, husbands and wives uh, do not understand why their wives, uh, oh, spiritual husbands and wives hate their husbands or wives. Um, the reason they hate their women or their husbands and wives do not understand why their wives hate them and vice versa. This was like in the first teaching where this person couldn't really type that well, but they got the point made. It says to the unmarried, they are given hate to the opposite sex and especially to the person that they are 
uh, to get married to. This is why you find that at certain times a person hates the person they are going to get married to and other times loving them dearly. It is a spiritual husband or wife causing this. Apart from hatred, spiritual husbands or wives give anger and unforgiveness. This is a sign of no love in a person. And that's why, you know, you got to get to the place of forgiving. As I mentioned in the first teaching, if you look at the works of the flesh, it was all fornication, uncleanness, adultery in uh, Galatians chapter five. But if you look at um, what the fruit of the spirit is, love, joy, peace, long suffering, goodness, gentleness, faith, meekness, and temperance. <clears throat> As the Bible says, for such, there is no law. Now, if you were to take those nine fruit and put them in the place of a marriage, that's the only way any true marriage can work, through love. Love is selflessness. It's about what you can do for the person, not what they can do for you. It's selfless. You know, and that's the presence of God. You've got joy. Whether times are good or bad, your joy is in Christ that binds you together. Peace. You can have peace in the midst of war. You're going to need it when you're dealing with this sort of thing. Long suffering. The fruit of long suffering is definitely necessary because you have no idea whether or not your spouse will cheat on you. You see, hey, you may have to overcome for better or for worse for richer or for poorer, in sickness and in health, till death do you part. You've got to be in that place of long suffering. A lot of people marry for the wrong motives because they feel like I'm just gonna spend my life with this person and everything is gonna be good. It may not be good, guys. You may go through some real stuff. You may have a partner with a weak moment but you've got to love them as God says, unless there's some you know, other stipulations I'll probably do in another teaching why some people would get out of it. Like if you find out your husband or wife is a homosexual, down low. Yeah, the Bible says saving for the cause of fornication. You didn't marry that. You thought you were marrying a man or, you know, or a woman. So of course, in situations like that, or if they don't like the Christian life and they decide to leave and never come back, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, you're not bound in such cases that you are free to go. You know, let you be called unto peace. Okay, so we've got to get to the place of love, joy, peace, long suffering. You know, goodness, that's a nature of God. That means even to be good to your spouse who is treating you like trash. You still got to do your part. Okay, goodness, gentleness, meekness to be humble. The man should be humble enough to God to love his wife as the weaker vessel and to serve and protect her, that he would give his life for her like Christ gave his life for the church and for the wife to submit to her husband in all things, to reverence her husband, because that's what God wants her to be. Why? Because that's the type of reverence that the church is supposed to have towards God. So, you know, self-control, temperance, Man, there are lots of beautiful women out there. There are lots of handsome men out there. Some of them might even look better than your wife. I mean, and I'm not saying, you know, to me, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but I'm just making the point. You know, there will be reasons that you wouldn't creep out because, hey, man, I've got self-control. My commitment is to this person. I love this person. And that's where, I'm wanna, that's where I want to go. 
You can't have faith in your marriage. When we get to the fruit of faith, you've got to have faith in God, okay? Because it's the grace of God that you have a faithful spouse, all right? You can't put your trust in that person. You've got to put your trust in that commitment you made to the Lord. Yes, you can trust your spouse, you know, and overcome and, and move on, but you got to understand that's why it's so bad to marry people that are not God-fearing. Because if you marry someone that's not God-fearing, the only thing holding that person back from cheating on you or doing you dirty is really the way that they feel about you. Well, you know, in this life, that thing is topsy-turvy. That thing can change. I can feel for you today and hate you tomorrow. But it's the it's the love for God. If you are both, um, you know, married and, and you're um, Christians, there's a part of you that says, you know what? <clears throat> My wife's not been doing right. My husband hasn't been doing right. Man, there's somebody on the job really interested in me. I think I may go forward. But there's a part of you that says, this is not right. God is watching over every little situation and I will be judged according to this. Has not Jesus Christ forgiven me of all my filth and my sin? So who am I to not forgive this person and go forward? You see, this is why you need the fruit of the spirit to govern your relationship. Because if you look at the works of the flesh, every single one of them is selfish. Every single one of them are self-serving. Look at Galatians 5 and 17 in your spare time. But anyway, <clears throat> now the devil's attacking my throat. He can't attack the videos and now it's my throat. It says, they. Uh, this is five, lead you to sexual immorality. Spirit husbands or wives lead you into sexual immorality. They take away the affection, attraction, and love <clears throat> for the husband or wife and exchange it for other men and women. Though these demons are having sex with you in dreams, they will lead you to have sex with other men and women, but not with your husband or wife. To the unmarried, it is the same. The spiritual husband or wife, <clears throat> man, the spiritual husband or wife will lead you to sex with many men or women. They may also give you pornography and masturbation. Masturbation is sex with demons, though there is a spirit of masturbation. There is masturbation due to spiritual husbands or wives because these things will convince you it's not possible to stop having sex. So this is what you need to do. Please yourself, even though you're gonna be judged and damned if you don't get those demons out of your system. Man, this is important. Let me take a drink of water. These things are fighting my throat. They do not want me to speak. Okay, where am I? All right, so it says spiritual husbands and wives may give you homosexuality. Though there is a demon of homosexuality, there, is, there are uh, homosexual, I mean, there is homosexuality because of spiritual husbands and wives. <clears throat> and so it is with prostitution, which they give. And see, that's the thing about a prostitute. You get anybody out there messing around with money or having sex for money or what they can have, they'll sleep with a man or woman because after all, they're after the money and they've got to do drugs to support their habit, okay? Because no one can live in that reality without losing their mind. So can you imagine picking up a prostitute and seeing what will happen to you? 
look at all these Hollywood actors. Eddie Murphy busted, you know, in a car with a transvestite. Now you would think that man could have any woman he wants. Wasn't he married to Scary Spice or one of the Spice Girls or something? All these beautiful women, but you see, that appetite is insatiable and it will lead you into a place of homosexuality. That's the degradation that takes place from Romans 120 to Romans uh, 1 and 33. Yeah, so anyway, it says many um, married men and women are in sexual immorality because of spiritual husbands and wives. Many unmarried men and women are in sexual immorality because of spiritual husbands or wives. Do you know why married women dress like sacks of potatoes in marital bed with smelly stockings? But with going out uh, of the house, they dress so good, even paint their faces with makeups, with makeup. Uh, because they, they have to please the spiritual husband and attract other men to themselves, but not please their husbands. You see, and that's that's a spirit of harlotry. Usually when you can't look nice for your husband or when your husband tells you you're beautiful, that's not good enough for you. You got to have that desire or to be recognized in the world. That's a spiritual wife or husband. Because Pastor Price brought up a point. If you're married or in a relationship, you know that you're about to be married and it's godly, why do you still seek attention from the outside? That's a lustful heart. So anyway, uh, let's see, because they have to please their husbands when she is in the house and in bed with her husband, she looks like a sack of potatoes. But when she goes out, she's looking like a goddess. A spiritual husband is in control. Spiritual husband steal, uh, steals the wife from the husband and changes the image of a woman from the image of God. I mean, the image that God created uh, to an image of a demon. And like I said, I've done a teaching on uh, Sound the Trumpet Ministries called The Perverse Spirit. But when I actually saw what the picture of this demon looks like, it looks like a demon transvestite with leggings and high heels, you know, and switching and everything else. This is what we're dealing with, guys. So it says, uh, this is six, denies you marriage. Many women are unmarried because they are married to a spiritual husband and vice versa. Many women are not married because when they make, when the man comes to marry them, the spiritual husband goes to torment that man, either in dreams or physically, and the man flees and vice versa. Like I said, I've been on both sides of this and I can find myself wanting to be with a woman. And man, it's like fighting. You wanna marry her and she's just giving you a hard time till you get to the point of, you know what, I quit. You know what, if you don't wanna marry me and you can't see that I'm for you and you're for me and I've done all these things just to let you know I'm here for you, then man, I quit. And you see right after that man leaves, that woman, this is a thing I meant to mention uh, the other night, that woman or that man will eventually go back after that person because you see, they didn't feel that way about them anyway. It was only the spiritual husband or wife that wanted you to you know, get frustrated and leave. But when they realize they've lost a good thing, how come you can't see those things when they're happening? How come you, you can't realize that this person is for me at the time? Because you're drunk. A spiritual wife or husband is so intoxicating 
that they can just take your mind away from the truth and just make you really think that you're some special thing. They'll really puff you up with pride that you are the top of the heap, okay? And everything else is subject to you, only to find out, you know, <laughs> that you're gonna be lonely and you'll be 90 before you marry, all right? This is what they do. Uh, let's see. Uh, many women are married, but spiritual husbands have denied them marriage, and so are men. If you are married, but there is no affection and attraction, uh, depriving of sex, separation, arguments and fights, etc. This is a spiritual husband or wife denying you marriage, though claiming to be married. Many women have been separated and divorced because of the spiritual husband, and so are men. Spiritual husbands and wives are jealous. Though they will give you to many men and women for sexual immorality, they will deny you marriage and torment every person who comes uh, to you for marriage or, or torment your husband or wife. Spiritual husbands uh, lie to women that they are very beautiful for their husbands. I mean, uh, yeah, for their husbands. Uh, they tell them that their husbands do not deserve them. It is a spiritual husband in control. So you see, a lot of times you may find a woman wanting to forgive a man and move on, but that spiritual husband could either be speaking to the woman in her mind, breathing upon her, or they can send like that best friend. How many women out there have had a good male friend that they like and they trust? And when things are going on wrong in their marriage, They'll go and flock to that man. And that's exactly what the spirit spouse wants you to do. So then when they get with that man, that man will tell them, man, he's no good. You don't deserve him. I mean, you know, look at how beautiful you are. You know what the, the thing is? He wants you. Okay. And the spirit spouse will gladly give you to him because of the fact that it's going to lead you further into sin. This is why they do what they do. Okay, because once you're in sin, he still has a hold on you and he can break it off at any time. But you see, if you ever get married, that spirit spouse knows now I've got to fight with God and his army because the Bible says that whom who God has joined together, let no man put us under. And you see, so he's got to fight the word of God then. Now you've got some support. Now you've got prayer. Now you've got things that are that God will defend because his word says it. But his goal is to keep you out there in the field like one of his little hoes or whoremongers. So anyway, it says uh, they give women pride and stubbornness. This pride and stubbornness destroys everything in their life, even marriage, and hell awaits them if not delivered. Okay, this is seven. Barrenness and low sperm count. They cause barrenness and low sperm count. They may cause barrenness by blocking the tubes, miscarriages, giving you demons like fibroids, cancer, etc. They defile the womb. They make sure you cannot have a child. And to men, they give them low sperm count, even zero sperm. And you see a lot of guys fool around out there with that masturbation and you fool around out there with that pornography and your spirit spouse wants you to do this because they know that it's going to lower your count over time. You're gonna become addicted and hooked to that when you should be giving it to your wife. 
Lord, forgive me. I'm not trying to be graphic here. I'm just making the point. But this is how this thing works. Reason some women dream in dreams, giving birth, having babies and suckling, uh, and suckling them, but in reality they are barren. This is because they have given birth spiritually with spirit husbands, but barren. Just know that when they are having sex with you in dreams, they are defiling you and stealing what is yours. How does the thief come, as the Bible says? To steal and to kill and to destroy. That's what the devil does. This is A, gives diseases and sicknesses. Spiritual husbands or wives come with diseases and sicknesses and may deform you. This is to chain you completely to themselves. So guys, think about this. Let's think about a beautiful woman that's been in this world that most men want to be with. And she's bright and she's just been successful and she's done all these things, but she's only got one problem, fornication. So she fools around in fornication. She's still the woman that every man wants. But then there comes a point where she can get HIV. She can get herpes. She can get, you know, incurable STDs and diseases. No man is going to, you know, even, even men that are out there messing around, not even knowing they have syphilis, then you've got to have your private cut off. One, if you haven't got to the place of the spinal tap, you got to have your genitals cut off. And now... <laughs> You know, I mean, who's going to want to marry you now that you have no, you know, uh, no equipment? You know, things like this have happened. But why is that? Because the spiritual spouse wants to keep you. I'm not against anybody that has herpes or HIV. The Lord is with you. God is, you know, he can cure all this stuff if you let God work. But you got to put your trust in him. But this is just an example, guys. This isn't the end of your life. This is just an example of what the enemy does, he wants to deform you. You know, who's gonna wanna go and be with a man that's got no penis? Or a woman that, you know, you're in that situation where every time you meet somebody, you've got to tell them the truth and what you really have. You see, the, the devil loves to deprive, he loves to shame, he loves to hurt you because he doesn't want you being delivered. This is why it's dangerous to fool around in sexual sin, because once this thing gets you, it feels like it's got you for good. But one thing we gotta understand about our God, he is a deliverer, he is a redeemer, he sanctifies, he builds up, and the former house will be greater, I mean, well, the latter house will be greater than the former. So God will give you, and that's why it's important that we listen to our sisters uh, teaching a uh, baby doll on here. You don't mind if I call you that, do you? But that's why it's good to listen to what she went through because this is a girl that went through hell, all sorts of sin sexually and all these things. But then at the time of her um, transformation with the Lord, God brought her right back to the state of a virgin that she was able to marry and move on. She even said in one of her teachings that she even bled that night on her marriage night. You see, God is good. God can bring everything back to wholeness, but you've got to trust God. Hopefully I'm talking about the right person. If not, forgive me, but I believe that that's the one that it was. So anyway, 
This is nine. Makes a woman a man and a man a woman. God created a woman to be a woman uh, with her design roles and character, while a man to be a man with his design roles and his character. But Satan exchanges these roles and character, making a woman a man and a man a woman. Now, why does the devil do this? Because he doesn't want men and women being together. I've been trying to share this video. Good, good, Sister Tan. You know, praise the Lord, because more people need to know about this. But God, the Holy Spirit can't flow with a person. If you're a woman with a man's soul, God can't use you. Pastor Price has said that for years because you're corrupted. If you're a man with a woman's soul, God can't use you because God would want a man to be a man and want a woman to be a woman. And what you're going to find in the end is, you know, that if you're corrupted, man, God don't flow through that. That's the devil's image. That's not God. He made male and female. Uh, so anyway, look, at uh, it says God created a woman as gentle, caring, respectful, submissive, a homemaker, a helper, give birth care. I mean, give birth care and raise her children, etc. But Satan exchanges this making a woman a fighter, disrespectful, quarrelsome. Now you understand why they got, uh, oh, now you got people on there that is, um, you know, where do you think Ronda Rousey comes from? Where do you think all these women fighting in UFC comes from, in the WNBA? There's nothing wrong with playing basketball, but they don't tell you guys that 90 plus percent of the women in the WNBA are lesbians. You see, if you partake in men's sports enough and you start doing manly things, there's a point where a lot of women will begin to feel like, yeah, you see, I want to be like Michael Jordan. Not that I want to date Michael Jordan, not that I want to be, you know, attracted to Michael Jordan, but I want to be Michael Jordan. That gives you the soul of a man. I can dunk better than Mike. My crossover is better than Mike. I can play the game like a real man. And when you do that, and that's how you are, what will eventually happen is you'll also start to look for women like Michael Jordan, even if you're a woman yourself. Man, this is something to think about. But a lot of those women are being uh, tormented and molested and bothered in the WNBA. One of the women went forward. Every time she goes in the locker room to get dressed, these women are harassing her, trying to mess with her. Anyway, uh, let's see. And then, you know, women, anything you can do, I can do better. It's not the heart of a woman to want to fight against a man. But Satan exchanges this, uh, making a woman a fighter, disrespectful, quarrelsome, not there uh, for her children, not a homemaker, not a helper, but uh, after visions like career jobs. Our, our sister Sarah could tell you herself, when she joined in the military, Sister Sarah became very manly, you know, and, and the Lord changed her life, redeemed her and made her right. But you see, these careers allowing women in the military, this is the kind of mess that the devil does. OK, that's what we must understand. So anyway, uh, let's say jobs, uh, employment, equality to be equal to men, feminism, etc. A woman stops being a woman. 
Women with spiritual husbands value career, job, employment, money, riches, and wealth more than marriage. And you see this. A lot of women today, I want to do this, 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 and this before I get married. And a lot of it is a snare. It just teaches a woman to be more independent. Why do you think Beyonce is singing independent women? I'm not against independent women taking care of what they need to. But when a woman thinks that a man is not necessary for her to live her life or to do whatever, man, that's a rebel. You know, let God pick your wife or your husband. But anyway, riches and wealth are more important than marriage. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.